In today's episode on the Craig Houston Podcast, I kick off my Getting Out of Debt series with episode number one, How to Start an Emergency Fund and Why It Matters. I speak about an article that I read this weekend that made me think to myself, how this could impact many people here shortly, and I realized that we should discuss this on the pod. But first, the intro. Hey guys, I'm the Mongoose, and you guys are now listening to the Craig Houston Podcast. On today's episode, I want to take a step back and start this journey with a purpose. The first few episodes I released was a journey into my mind of topics that I had been wanting to say for a long time, but those episodes had no context, no structure, along with no rhyme to the reason. And I'm sure I made it difficult to understand the construct of the show. See, in John Acuff's famous book, Star, Punch Fear in the Face, he said, quote, don't climb a single rung up the entitlement ladder. Demanding something that you haven't truly earned is a great way to get stuck in the land of learning for decades, even an entire lifetime. Kick those ladders over and keep on walking. End quote. I was so eager to start this podcasting journey that I really honestly missed the step where you have to crawl before you walk. True bubblegum while walking. And so forth. You get the gist. In this episode... I want to relate with you all and let you understand who I am, and we will get to into the show directly after. I am currently serving as a Senior Chief Petty Officer in the United States Navy. I joined in September 2002. So that put me at 18 years currently. I am married, been married for 15 years this year. I have three wonderful kids, two girls, one boy. Who is the middle child? You may have heard him on the opening. Thanks, Cam. I have been stationed or deployed all around the globe, except for Japan, Hawaii, Thailand, Singapore. I guess the more and more I list, I haven't really been around the globe. So let's just focus on the ones where I have been stationed. Norfolk, Virginia. Seven cities, stand up. I'm actually stationed here currently. Washington, D.C., shout out to Chocolate City. San Diego. California, Sand Dog, I definitely miss you. I'll pay the sunny weather and palm tree tax any day. And Romania, what the hell is out there for the Navy to do? You can look that up on Google in your spare time. But shout out to any and all that may be listening to this podcast out in Romania. Don't worry, at some point in time, Groundhog's Day will come to an end. So, over the course of the journey that I am on to better my future, my family's future, and enjoy life. I expect you will get to know me more and more over time. Before we jump into the episode, I would like for you to hit the subscribe or follow button on the streaming service that you are joining us to. Definitely leave me a review as well as that, as that helps me and the show gets better with time. You can plan to catch up my uploads three times a week at least as we get this show off the ground. So now that we got all of that out of the way, Let's talk about today's episode and how is it about starting an emergency fund and why it matters. To my military listeners, I was reading an article today on how President Trump signs a bill to avoid government shutdown ahead of the deadline. This link to this article will be down in the show notes. But then while I was reading the article, my phone goes off 
I see on Facebook that Navy Federal Post, who is not a sponsor of the show, on them not receiving service members' paychecks from DFAS, the place who cut our checks, in which service members who bank with Navy Federal would not be able to receive their checks until the regular payday on December 15th. So, really and truly, this is not a big deal in the scheme of things because the military will still get their checks on the 15th. So, why bring it up then, Craig? Good question. Well, let's just say, per chance, that this bill didn't get signed. How many of these young airmen, coasties, marines, sailors, or even soldiers would have a hard time putting food on the table? Not just young ones. Hell no, not just young ones. I have served alongside service members who had just as much time in service at the time that I do today, and they couldn't afford to do much of nothing because they was living check to check. So, that's the problem. The living paycheck to paycheck is the problem. So, let's discuss what is an emergency fund. And, just so I'm not leaving y'all out, for my military, for my non-military listeners who are not DOD affiliated, Think about this for a second. What would you do if you went to work on payday and had to hear from your employer that you would not be able to be paid due to some error or even a once-in-a-hundred-year once pandemic event and they don't know when the next time they'll be able to pay you? How would you eat? How would you keep the lights on? How would you pay for little Alyssa's ballet class? Don't worry. I'll wait. This is the reality, folks. An emergency fund is essential to life. It's essential to life planning. And we're going to talk about it. So, the definition for an emergency fund, according to Investopedia.com, is this. An emergency fund is a readily, readily available source of assets to help people navigate financial dilemmas, such as the loss of a job, a debilitating illness, a major repair to home or car, not to mention the kind of major national crisis the coronavirus pandemic has created. The purpose of the fund is to improve financial security by creating a safety net of cash or other highly liquid assets that can be used to meet emergency expenses. It also reduces the need to either draw from high interest debt options such as credit cards or unsecured loans, or undermine your future security by tapping retirement funds. That last part of the definition spoke volumes to me. I don't know about y'all, but let me read it to you again. It reduces the need to undermine your future security by tapping retirement funds. Say it loud for the people in the back. It reduces the need to undermine your future security by tapping retirement funds. I believe you work too damn hard to secure your retirement to have to tap into whatever investment vehicle you had in order to make ends meet. I think this is an impactful definition. So now that we have defined what an emergency fund is, we will discuss these three things as it relates to an emergency fund. Here's the three questions that I consider in making this episode. How to determine how much is needed for an emergency fund? When is there a use case for the emergency fund and how to replenish it? 
steps to consider once their emergency fund needs to be expanded. Let's talk about how to determine how much is needed for an emergency fund. So let's talk about how to determine how much is needed for an emergency fund. So this is the interesting place to begin because this is not a one size fits all type of situation depending on the stage of life that you're in, income that you have will affect how much of an emergency fund should be for your situation. Let's remember, this is just my opinion. And if you share different views, then the best way to let me know your feedback is to hit me up on Twitter at the Craig Podcast or Facebook at the Craig Houston Podcast. I think that if you are still tackling debt and have yet to become debt-free, debt-free to me is you are not dealing with any consumer debt that is taken away from your saving power. Then I agree with the Dave Ramsey method from his baby steps where you should at least have $1,000 cash for your emergency fund. So you can focus on putting all cash available towards your consumer debt. Now, you can put this in a savings account if you like, but I also know others who leave it in cash and place it in a sock drawer or whatever. That's up to you. For my military family, I would, suggest, I would suggest to go a little further on this, and I would suggest your emergency fund should be at least $2,000. Here's why. We can't depend on Congress to do their part at times and agree on passing a bill that they can pass on time that won't put our wages in jeopardy, and you and I can't afford that. We service our country 24-7, but unfortunately, you have to be sure your future is secure as well. So the only people we can depend on to take care of our family and to be sure that we are financially stable as they settle whatever medical bureaucracy on Capitol Hill is us. We need to save a bigger emergency fund than most while working on getting out of debt. Well, Craig, I don't have $1,000 laying around, yet alone $2,000. How do you think that is going to work? I can't do it. Yes, you can. I know that I make it sound so simple and that I may be asking you to do something that you may believe that I have yet to do myself. And I know that we are not all built the same. But listen, we can, we can all do this. You have to get rid of the things that you believe that you needed when you bought them and they equated to a want at the end of the day. Can't determine what a want vice a need? Let me help you look. Let's take a tour around your house. Let me help make some suggestions to you as you survey the house for these wants that you're looking for. Man, that's a nice PS5. It's got to go. What you doing with all these cable boxes? You know they make Hulu Live, right? Them are some sexy patent leather red bottoms. Post them on realreal.com and get your coin, sis. In all seriousness, these things are wants. If your lifestyle that you are paying for to live is putting you in a financial chokehold, then it's time to get skinny and throw a sharp elbow to the gut to break free from that chokehold. Do something. Have a yard sale. Post those items on let go. Like I said, if you have fancy purses or shoes, ladies, the realreal.com is very much an option as well. By the way, the real real is not a sponsor of this show in any way. When is there a use for their mercy fund and how to replenish it? So Craig, I have an emergency fund and I had to use that emergency fund. 
My brakes going bad on my car, bro. I have to use that money. I sold all my wants like you said I should. How am I going to replenish my emergency fund now? I'm certain that this will happen to a few listeners or already has. And let's take a moment to realize that when you have an emergency fund in place, it certainly will be a time when you feel like Murphy's Law is in effect. You will have to be financially patient. Please, bro. Please, sis. Don't run to your nearest bank and grab another loan or sign up for another credit card because you maxed out the other three in your possession. Instead, get another quote for the brakes. Let's say the company doing your brakes says it's going to cost you $500 to replace all the brakes that you need. Shop around. You are the manager of your emergency fund, not the auto repair shop. I will always recommend to get three quotes, three quotes from different companies and then make a decision. Also, have you attempted asking a coworker, do they know a mechanic that can do brakes at a cheaper rate if you buy the parts? I always say, closed mouths don't get fed. I had a whole alternator replaced back in the day by an electrician I used to work with. When I had a 2001 Oldsmobile Alero, <laughs> don't laugh, don't laugh. They don't even make that damn car anymore. I thought I was flying that joint. It was emerald green. Anyway, I'm getting off topic. <laughs> but all it cost me was the part and a six pack of beer. But I would never have known that or got it done without asking around first. Let's say you have to spend your emergency fund though. If you have to, you are going to have to start back making the minimal payments on all your consumer debt until you replenish your emergency fund back to its full value. Now, for the military listeners, this may be a lengthy process, though, because you only get paid twice a, twice a month, first and the 15th. So this may take you a little bit longer, three to six months, just depends on how much consumer debt that you originally have, originally have on. So without some type of side hustle, this might take a while. For my non-military listeners, this may result in you having to pick up more hours at your job or even picking up a second job completely. Get your hustle on. You want to fully fund the emergency fund again because you just don't know when Murphy Law will rear his ugly head again. That's no offense to Murphy. So what are some steps to consider once the emergency fund needs to be expanded? So let's say you paid off all your debt. Congratulations. Debt don't live here no more. You still have your emergency fund still intact. I suggest that you take that emergency fund and increase it to three months worth of expenses that you have to maintain for your home. You shouldn't have any consumer debt, so we are free of this burden that we put on ourselves. Now, what do I consider? Now, what do I consider the expenses that I should be covered by your three-month emergency fund? I consider these your mortgage or your rent payment. And we're gonna put a dollar figure on that. Let's just call that $1,500. Your electric bill, water bill, we'll call those $80 each. So 160 for those keeping track at home. Car insurance, let's call that 125, right? So this should be the bare necessities of what you will have to cover month in and month out. Comment on Twitter at the Craig Podcast or Facebook at the Craig Houston Podcast. If I may have missed on some expenses to consider that we don't call consumer debt, 
So wait one while I do the math. So these expenses should total out to $1,785. And we will just times that by three. So that means that for three months of expenses to be considered in this bigger emergency fund, you will need about $5,355, so $5,355. So I would suggest to just round it off to $5,500. This will provide you the opportunity to focus on paying your mortgage off earlier or just the ability to invest in other areas, which we will discuss in due time. So, okay, fam, that would do it for today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed the content that we covered today, and I plan to be back soon with the next episode in the Getting Out of Debt series. Go follow me on all my social media handles as listed in the show notes. I appreciate you all, and have a great day. Until we link again, be safe. Peace.